Before we get started, quick shout out to all my brothers and sisters on the UNU network. Go to the social media pages and check out the link in the bio. It's going to take you to every podcast we have. A taste to consider, separate the two. Unprocessed um, knowledge, three stars, two bars, and the newest one, reservation for three. All right, besides my own, go check out the rest of them. All right, there's something there for everybody subscribe to them if that's what you're into listen to them and then you can delete them it's really that simple before we get into the next episode i want to give a shout out to my brother dante he is here with me again and today we are discussing greed all right so we're going to give you the definition and we're going to jump right into it all right thank you for having me angelo and the definition of greed i have is a ruthless self-seeking and an arrogant assumption that someone and some someone exists aside besides one's benefit for someone's benefit and the scripture i have for that is hebrew 13 5 and it says let your let your conduct be without covetousness be content with such things as you have for he said for him for he himself has said i will never leave you nor forsake you um in the word in the scripture just basically means you don't have to strive for someone else's fame or fortune you just have to be content where you at the timing you at and the place you're at now and god will perform the rest to go along with that also got another scripture in luke chapter 12 verse 15 and it reads he said unto them take heed and beware of covetousness for a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possessed yeah all right so when we think of greed a lot of people will jump right to food right but greed can be can come in a multiple number of forms all right it could be money it can be fame and fortune uh it can be it can simply just be attention Mm -hmm. all right and when we seek to to have more than what we need it is always going to lead us into uh destruction maybe not necessarily in the body as in greed with food may do but it's going to hinder our spiritual walk right all right and we never want to hinder our spiritual walk because our soul depends on that walk mm-hmm. all right so early on in the bible um in Exodus chapter 16, we, we read about how the Israelites uh, came out of Egypt and they basically had nothing with them. Right? And so they worried and they complained a lot unto Moses because they didn't know where where they were going to eat, how they were going to eat, and how it was going to come. Right. Uh, so we're going to start at verse 3 and we're going to read down. Uh, verse 3 reads, And the children of Israel said unto them, 
would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full, for he had brought us forth unto this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. And it came, and it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. And Moses and Aaron said unto the children of Israel, At even, then you shall know that the Lord hath brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in the morning, then you shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings and, and against the Lord. And, and what are we that ye murmur against us? Yeah. And Moses said, This shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, mm-hmm. and in the morning bread to the full. Yeah. For that the Lord heareth your murmurings, which ye murmur against him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, yeah. but against the Lord. Against the Lord. And Moses spake unto Aaron, Say unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, Come near before the Lord, for he hath heard your murmurings. Yeah. And it came to pass, as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and, behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, I have heard your murmurings of the children of Israel. Speak unto them, yeah. saying, At even ye shall eat flesh, yeah. and in the morning ye shall be filled with bread, and ye shall know that I am the Lord your God. And it came to pass that at even the quails came up mm-hmm. and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay round about the host. And when the dew that lay was gone up, behold, upon the face of the wilderness there lay a small round thing, as small as the hoar frost on the ground. Yeah. And when the children of Israel saw it, they said one to another, It is manna. For they wist not what it was. Yeah. And Moses said unto them, This is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. Mm-hmm. Gather of it every man according to his eating, and no more for every man according to the number of your persons. Take ye every man yeah. for them which are in his tents. That's right. So I'm going to go back and I want to highlight verse 4. And it reads, Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. So we see in this scripture, uh, specifically in this verse, they should go out and gather a certain rate every day. This this did not say to go out and gather as much as they can or as much as they can hold, but a certain rate every day right. Right, for each person who were in the tent with them. Right. right? So when we read this, we see that we don't we don't need to store a bunch of whatever it is. And right. this scripture speaks specifically about food, but we can take this in context of anything we don't need to store up uh, a bunch of household goods we don't need to necessarily store up money and i'm not saying don't because that can always come in handy right but we don't need to stress over things like that because when we depend on the lord and have faith he is always going to provide for us whatever it is that we need because he will never leave us without that's right 
And now that we know the instructions God gave and um, what he said to Moses to the, for the children of Israel, let's see where greed takes place and how it set, how this, how it set in. Um, verse 17 says, Then the children of Israel did so and gathered some and some some more some less and 18 says so when they measured it by arm armors he who gathered much had nothing left over and he who gathered little had no lack every man had gathered according to each one's needs 19 says and moses said let no one leave any of it until the morning nothing notwithstanding um, they did not heed Moses, but some let left um, left parts until the morning, and it breed worms and stink. And Moses was angry with them. And now that we know we know the instructions I gave to Moses to tell the children of Israel, and now that we see that the children of Israel did not listen and they didn't take heed to uh, Moses, we see the after effect we see the destructions because when you are in greed it leads to disobedience it leads to rebellion um when you are in greed it leads to i really don't have to listen to nobody because i know everything see and then this is this is real simple okay we can relate this one to food so Plenty of times and I know I can't be the only one and if I am then hey maybe I'm the only one but we go to the store and we buy fruit and we see when we leave fruit for too long it starts to become moldy and then we have to throw it away why do we have to throw it away well it's simple because we bought too much and we didn't finish eating the rest of it all right and the same thing happened here with the manna all right and so this is a lesson that we can take because we don't need again to have anything in excess right all right and specifically when we're talking about food too much food is not going to be good for you anyways all right, right. that's going to be detrimental to the body just as much as being greedy in other aspects of life are detrimental to your spiritual walk and it could definitely be detrimental to your mental health that's right, all right so we want to just be mindful of the things that we're out there hustling for all yeah. right and if it's money well how much do you really need mm -hmm. right if it's fame and fortune well you see it all the time how many people who are quote-unquote famous and they don't kill themselves right right because money ain't gonna make you happy the same way as as being in a limelight all the time having that attention all the time it's not going to make you a better yeah, person yeah, right? yeah. it's not going to give you fulfillment mm -hmm. right and while we on the um, while we're in Exodus, just turn to me to Exodus 20, and we'll just start at 17. And it says, you should not cover your neighbor's house. You should not cover your um, neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor um, donkey, nor anything that your neighbor owns. And like I said earlier, you should not always strive to be like the next person. You should not always strive to be um, what you see on TV. Mm -hmm. You should not always strive to see what you see on Instagram, Facebook, but you should always strive to be the best you as possible. Yep. That's all it boils down to. You should not 
if your per if your friend has the best shoes you should not try to get those knowing that your bank account don't say it you know that's what that's what it boils down to you should not try to do something you know you can't do and your character can't handle there it is uh and so to to go along with that uh we're also going to go into i'm gonna give you the definition of idolatry which is an immoderate attachment or devotion to something all right and we see when you covet something or someone else's goods yeah. or, or possessions mm -hmm. or when you are uh have an excessive desire for something that is not needed that is idolatry right uh, you are putting something above your worship of the most high yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and so we're going to go to matthew chapter 6 verse 24 and it reads no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other you cannot serve god and mammon which is money all right it's so absolutely true you cannot serve two masters and then right. when we're speaking about money specifically we we can see all the time how uh, uh when we desire to have an infinite amount of money or to hustle until we've got enough money that we don't know what to do with right, it. Right, right. Well, what did you sacrifice to get to that point? Mm -hmm. all right. There are morals that are going to be lost. All right. Character traits that you didn't think you had, those are going to show a lot more when you've got more money because money doesn't change you. It just makes you a bigger whatever you want. Yes, all right. right money isn't the root of evil the love of money love. is the root of evil that's right. Right? because that's what's going to drive you away from the most high all right we never want to dampen our 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 spiritual walk all right we never want to water down our spiritual seasoning that's right. for the sake of having more of because once again he is always going to provide and that i i believe Everything you said was true, D'Angelo. My pastor said something so profound to me. You know, he said that people always look for a microwavable blessing. People always want something quick and they want something easy. And when it doesn't come to them like they want to, they tend to blame God for something mm -hmm. that they put on themselves. Mm -hmm. When the Bible tells us our ways are not his ways and our thoughts are not his thoughts. And it, it makes we just have to realize that sometimes what we want is not in his timing. What we need is not in his timing. And sometimes we so I blame myself too because I've, I've been in this situation. We all have. We, um, put ourselves in situations where we could have been it could have been avoided if we would just listen to God in the first place absolutely I can't remember a number of times well I'm not gonna say a number of times but it's happened more than once before I moved to Vegas where there were times where I maybe I, I didn't think I had enough groceries in the house or maybe I felt like I didn't have money to pay my bills and these are things we stress over right but when we rely on him he is always going to provide a way that's right I'm still here right so obviously I didn't die of hunger right, right. <laughs> I, I, I didn't get kicked out of anywhere i moved right. to vegas because i wanted to be here right so god provided for me and even in those times where i felt like i didn't have enough my faith never led me to stray away from right. what he wanted for me and obviously in that time like i in hindsight now i can i can say that those storms 
were just to test my faith. That's right. That's all it was, right? To see where I was at in my walk. And, 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 and I thank God for that because now I can look back on that and I can be like, well, if my faith could stand the test of those storms, like what more can I stand? Right. right? Because he's never going to give us more than we can handle. That's right. And so even in those times where we feel like we don't have or or something isn't going to happen, we have to keep the faith because that's the only thing that's going to uh, uh, strengthen our spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to go to First John, not the Gospel of John. First John, chapter two, verse fifteen through seventeen, and right. it reads: "Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's right. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. The world yeah. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he hath he that doeth." the will of God abideth forever yeah right and it is that simple everything that that we uh, have an excessive desire for or uh, an immoderate attachment or devotion to it's all going to pass away that's right all those idols that we hold on to it's all going to pass away because when when judgment comes and you got to stand in front of him None of that stuff is going to be with you when you die and you leave when you have your first death and you leave this physical presence. None of that money, none of the food or whatever you Can't store, with you. your guns, none of it is going with you. Right. All right. So so stressing or obsessing over these things are going to do you no good, but it will do harm to your mental stability. Yeah. We have to give it all up to God. And the Bible says that he won't have no other gods before him. You know, sometimes we put these as altars we make these as altars we make these as other gods you know people make money as their god people make food as their god and they make all these as their god and not knowing that all these things will pass away like you said d'angelo and they's gonna be disappointed in the long run only if they would have just put their trust only in god they won't be disappointed right and you you guys have heard this scripture before first corinthians 6 and uh and i'm not going to read the whole thing but when we decide to covet other things yeah. we are not going to inherit the kingdom of god yeah all right again these are idols we don't want to put these things over our faith we don't want to put anything above our faith yeah. because when the time comes we're going to have to stand on that that's right and when you have to stand on that and face judgment i mean it's it's one of two things there is no gray area there that's right, all right? there is no gray area all right, so as I said, this this episode is not necessarily about greed as it comes to food, but right. greed can show itself Many in a multiple number of ways. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go to Matthew chapter 19, and we're going to start at verse 16, and it reads, And behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I might have eternal life? And he said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Yeah. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. And he said unto him, Which? Jesus said, 
Thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother, and thou shalt love the neighbor as thyself. Verse 20. The young man said unto him, All these things I have kept from my youth. What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Yeah. But when the young man heard the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Yeah. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Ooh. Right, so when we read this, we see that all the worldly possessions we have are not going to matter, right? Because like I said, what did you have to sacrifice to get to that point? Mm-hmm. And maybe you didn't have to sacrifice anything because you didn't work for it. But when, when you're born into that kind of privilege, then you don't even... You didn't even have the understanding of what it took to get there, nor do you care, in most cases, about those who don't have. And we see that all the time in today. Now, I'm going to read verse 24 again. And again, I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Yeah. So why is it that we have so many who focus on how much money they can inherit, how much uh, a jewelry they got on their on their nightstand or whatever, how many pairs of shoes they got in the closet, how many rooms they have in their house, how many cars they got in the driveway and in their garage. Why does that matter? Why? Why do any of these idols matter, right? Because if, just like in this story, if, if you can't, if, if you hold on to that more than you hold on to your faith, then what good are we mm-hmm. in the spirit? Great, yeah. you have all these worldly possessions, but at some point you're gonna leave this world. Yeah. That's right. Look in history and we have all these archaeologists who dig up these these graves and who are in these pyramids of these pharaohs who were buried with all their treasures. Their treasures are still there. You're not carrying that after your first death. You're not carrying that with you. Yeah. It's just like we see this man. He was sorrowful because he had great possessions. Yeah. Well, that's great. But we can go to other scriptures and we will in a minute. And he walked away because he didn't want to give away his worldly possessions because that meant more to him than his faith. That meant more to him than his salvation. That meant more to him than his spiritual walk and being where he wanted to be. Mm hmm. And everything you said is just profitable. It's just profound. And I believe, I, I pray everybody's here what you're saying, D'Angelo. And as you kept talking, the scripture that came to my mind was Mark 8, 36. And it says, uh, what profit a man to gain the world and lose his own soul? And what what is it going to cost you to get all the earthly things that we have and lose your possession in heaven what it's gonna cost you something because you're not gonna gonna you're not gonna go to heaven (laughs) that's what it's gonna cost you you know you know you're gonna have to spend another eternity here because you put all your trust in these materialistic things see and this is 
why I said, like, what did you have to sacrifice to get to that point? Right. Because you have to sacrifice something. Something. Whether it's it's whatever, whether it's the hard work, maybe it's your morals, maybe it's your spiritual standing, but something is going to be sacrificed. And we never want to sacrifice our spiritual standing. Yeah. We never want to water down our spiritual seasoning. That's right. All right. We could always have more, but we never want to have less. Yes. And, you know, as we get ready to close, greed is not a thing. If you want to stay in it, stay in it. But it's it's another way. It's another way. And Proverbs 11, um, 25 tells us um, a generous soul will be made rich. And he who he who water will water will be also water himself. You know, if you give up these things, you let these things go and just trust God in the process, you will be blessed more than you even can imagine, D'Angelo. Absolutely. And the next verse, we're going to go down to verse 28 and it reads, he that trusts in his riches shall fall, That's right. but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Yeah. All right. We could be poor in the world and rich in faith and, yeah. and that's going to carry us further than we can imagine yeah all right we could be poor in the world rich in faith yes. and that is going to carry us exactly where we want to be all right so in saying that we want to stay away from greed all right we want to stay away from the selfish and excessive desires all right or those immoderate attachment or devotion to something all right we He's going to provide for us. That's right. We know that. All right. We've said it one, two, three, a numerous amount of times during this episode. He's going to provide. You're never going to go without as long as you keep the faith. And that's the moral of any podcast that you're in any episode that you're going to get here. We have to keep the faith. All right. Because as long as we have faith, we've made it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because with that faith comes discipline. With that discipline comes comes alignment. When we have alignment and discernment, we have righteousness. All right. Take heed to that. All right. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Be blessed. <laughs>